Hi, welcome to Happiness and Pursuit with Kristen Ripley. I am Kristen Ripley, and today we're going to be talking about those limiting beliefs. Those beliefs that literally take you away from your happiness, and they don't lead you down the road of happiness. So, normally what I would say is don't listen to people. But saying that really is not something that's going to stop you from replaying in your mind over and over and over again what they have said. There are so many people in your lifetime that you can literally think right now. You can see their face in your mind about what they have said one time. They've said you're too fat. They said you're too slow. You talk too much. You're too loud. You're too much. That you're never going to be able to do this. You can't do that. Why are you doing it this way? You can picture those people, that person in your mind perfectly. You can probably even think back to a time in your life where someone puts you down and you replay that moment over and over and over in your mind. And I know that I have. I know that there are a lot of moments in my life where I literally can replay what something has said to me where they limited their belief in me of my abilities and they brought me down to a level that I wasn't comfortable with. I remember back to when I was going into high school. Now, all through school, I had a learning disability. I have a reading comprehension problem. I'm partially dyslexic and I cannot spell to save my life. Literally, as I am looking at my notebook now, there are misspelled words, but I know what the word is. And guess what? Doesn't stop me from saying it. Doesn't stop me from putting it together in a very nice way. But I remember back in um, my eighth grade year. So this was back in 2001. This was the year of 9-11. And I remember there were two teachers. There was an English and a language arts teacher. So we had two, you know, all these different classes you're going to in middle school. And they got together to decide what my freshman year of high school looked like. They got to decide where they put me in an English class. So their deciding factor of what my capabilities were was the fact that I could not spell very well. Not that I literally had a listening comprehension of someone who was decades older than myself. Not that I could literally sit there and repeat back verbatim everything you said to me, that I was able to comprehend it as long as it was spoken to me. And yeah, I could not spell. But I had a lot of ideas and I was very good at writing. You just maybe couldn't always understand it because it wasn't always spelled right, but I always had those letters. So they got to make a decision based on one thing. They limited their belief in me and what I was capable of. And they thought that I would sink like a, literally like a ship, like a rock. They thought I would sink and I would fail. So they decided that they were going to put me in a remedial English class in high school. And so... My mom looked at me, my mom being a teacher of probably at that time, about 25, 20 years. Um, and she was like, well, what do you want to do, Kristen? And I'm like, well, if they think that I can't do it, then I can't do it. So I'm just going to stick with their decision. I'm going to stick with what they put me in and it'll be okay because apparently a higher class, you know, is going to be too much for me. It's going to be too above me and I'm not going to be able to do it. So I really went into this next year, you know, started marching band over the summer and went into the next year with the idea of this class is for me. Okay, so this is one class out of like classes. So go into it and I'm in it for a few weeks and I'm like, 
this, this, you know, I did the summer reading and summer reading was extremely easy. Um, I, I don't think this is for me. You know, I'm sitting there thinking that, but I'm not going to say anything because someone had told me that that was for me, that that, that was what I was going to do. That's where I belonged. So I'm in the class and, you know, the nine weeks goes by and we have our little teacher conference and we go and um, the teacher's name was Miss Key and the class I was in, they gave her quite a hard time. I mean, in one class that I was in that one day, the kid jumped out of the window and he jumped back in. And then I remember a lot of yelling and just a lot of things that were taken very slowly. Um, so I was really kind of bored in this class and a little scared at the same time. It, it, it was it was different. But we came to this nine-week meeting and my mom and I came. And Miss Key looks at me and she's like, you don't belong here. And I'm a little taken back like, okay, so I'm, I'm really shy at this point. Like, I literally was not one. I, I didn't want to look at you in the eye. I was very timid. So when she said this, it really like hit hard because I'm like, I don't belong here. Like, oh no, I didn't belong in the other class and now I don't belong here. And she was like, no, you don't belong in this class. You belong in a higher class. You belong in a class that is going to challenge you. You belong in a class where you are going to be with like-minded people who are on the same level you are and it's going to progress your abilities. And so I'm looking at my mom like, what in the world? Like she's telling me. So I was told not even six months ago that that other class was not for me. But now I'm being told by the teacher that I'm in the class where I'm supposed to be that this one's for me, that I'm not supposed to be here. I literally allowed someone else beliefs in me to limit where I was. They put me in this box because I couldn't spell well. Not because I couldn't speak, not because I couldn't listen, not because I I wrote crappy papers, not because, because I couldn't write a good poem, not because I literally was years behind, not because I didn't. I had a high reading level if it was read to me. Um, I'm all about audible, but not because of any of these things, not because I didn't have the ability, but because I couldn't spell. They limited their beliefs in me and they thought that I would fail because of my spelling. Because apparently they didn't realize in like 10 years from there, we were going to have spell check. Like they couldn't see the future and they didn't know that my phone was always going to correct my spelling for me. Or that when I'm on the computer, I'm just going to, you know, right click over here and I'm going to scroll up and I'm going to choose the right word. They didn't know that. But I allowed their beliefs to literally put me in this little box and I couldn't get out of it because their limiting beliefs made me limit my beliefs on myself. So I made a decision. I stayed in the class because honestly, at that point I was a little bit behind and I would have to read multiple books to even catch up. And I even told my mom, I was like, you know, I, I'm going to listen to the audibles. Um, but at this point it may be, it may be a little outside my reach because they have gone so far. But I was like, I'm never ever going to let someone do that to me again. I'm not going to let a teacher do that to me again. And that next year, no joke, I was in the the high read, you know, I was in the high English class and I did really well.
And then from there on, every single class that I was in, I didn't take the remedial classes. And there's nothing wrong with the remedial classes at all. There's nothing wrong. That does not mean you're not smart because I promise you, I've taken my share of them before I got to high school. But I decided it wasn't for me anymore. I decided I wasn't going to let anybody put me in that box and that no matter what I did in life, I wasn't going to let someone tell me I couldn't do anything. That literally was my defining moment in life of where I am not going to listen to what anybody else tells me I can do. What they think I can do has nothing to do with my ability. My abilities have to do with me. I decide what my ability is. And sometimes I have a little come to Jesus meet with myself and it's like, I kick myself in the butt and I'm like, Kristen, you can do more. Like literally, you're putting yourself in that box. And so I literally think back to that moment all the time. And I actually, when I see those teachers, I literally, I, I'm not going to say I have a little resentment, but I do because they they really helped define a part of me and I kind of want to thank them because if they hadn't done that I might not be who I am I might not be that person that's like I really don't care what you believe in me I'm going to do me I am going to do me and you should do you do not allow someone to tell you what you can and cannot do or what you can and cannot achieve now there are certain things in life that's like okay I'm, I'm, you know, a man's not going to be able to have a baby. Okay. We get that. So don't, don't go there. But in certain parts of life, you know, we've been told that we can't do things. Um, and we have really allowed other people's words to define the belief that we have in ourselves. I think if I hadn't had that moment in life, I wouldn't have been able to give up so many things in order to have my daughters. Um, when I was, um, happily married for a little over four years or so, Charles and I decided that we wanted to have children. Um, I was overweight, I had thyroid disease, and honestly had um, female issues. And so I went to the doctor. You know, I decided to switch to an endocrinologist because I needed a specialist for my thyroid disease. Um, and then I decided to find me a, um, a doctor that specializes in infertility issues. Um, and I found out I had PCOS. And so she looked at me one day, and I do remember her. We sat there, and she's like, you most likely aren't going to be able to have kids. But you can try. You can try every single thing. Because I'm telling you, based on paperwork, you're not going to be able to have a child. But that doesn't mean you can't have a child. She's like, so you go and you take your time and I'm going to give you a weight loss plan. I am going to give you an eating plan. I am going to get you on some medication that helps with the ladies who have PCOS. I am going to suggest you stop drinking Cokes. Do not have a large intake of sugar. I completely gave up sodas and I gave up all sorts of foods. I started working out. I started changing my environment to fit the life that I was told I couldn't have. And so literally a year to the date when I was told I couldn't get pregnant, I found out I was pregnant. And so if I had not allowed a defining moment in my life to define it and a moment in my life for someone to tell me I couldn't do something, if I hadn't had that moment in life, I never would be where I am. I wouldn't have two beautiful children. I would not have two beautiful, healthy children. I would not be able to get past a lot of things that I have gotten past. 
some of the worst moments in our life, we look back on as bad moments, but we don't look on them as learning moments. A lot of times you go through the bad so that you learn how to deal with that type of situation. Because in your life, eventually, you're going to have to go through a moment that's very similar, that has certain types of choices. And if you hadn't learned that lesson from that bad moment, you wouldn't be able to make the right decisions. You would not be able to push through and say, you know what, they don't believe in me, but I believe in me. They don't think I can do it, but I know I can do it. They think that I'm going to fail. And you know what? I might. But then again, I might not fail. So I'm not going to let them limit me. I'm not going to let their belief that they think of me become the belief that I have in me. Because I can do hard things. I literally can do things that no one else thinks that I can do because they don't think they can do it. And a lot of times, sometimes it is because people are trying to protect you. But once they are trying to protect you, they don't let you live and they don't let you grow. There is no living and there is no growing in your comfort zone. If you are comfortable, you are not growing. And if you are not growing, you are not achieving. If you are not achieving, that your dream has died. Do not let your dream die. Be uncomfortable. Believe in yourself. No matter what someone says to me, I'm telling you, I have had some mean and nasty things said to me and not even in a way that's been verbally said meanly or in a harsh way, but I've, I've been told many times that there was things I couldn't do in life. I've been told that I would always be fat. I've been told that I would always be unhealthy. I was told that I would never have anybody want to listen to me. I was told that I would just stay on a little road in a little town and I would never get out. But that is who I was. That I would never be anything. That I would never be anybody. That literally, that is who I was. But I didn't listen. I'm, I'm very hard-headed and I'm stubborn. And I don't like when people tell me I can't do something. Um, and I, one of my missions in life is to prove people wrong. And to prove people that their belief in me is not as strong as the belief I have in myself. So I hope y'all have a great night and pursue your happiness.